Hey everybody, welcome back to the Luggedell Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing Poltergeist 1982. The Steven Spielberg written by Michael Grayus, Mark Victor, and directed by um, Toby Hooper. Apparently this was probably supposed to be a Amblin production, which is a Spielberg's company. Um, he was unable to film this at the same time he was filming E.T. However, Steven, oh my gosh, Spielberg. I don't even know why I said Steven, like I, he's my buddy or something like that. But, I mean, for real, this guy was working his freaking ass off. As soon as he was done with Jaws in 75, he essentially went, hit the ground running with Close Encounters of a Third Kind in 1977, Raiders of the Lost Ark in 90, uh, 1981, and uh, continued in between that writing this uh, Poltergeist. And I know that he was a little bit behind the camera from what I heard just from behind the scenes that he was actually doing a little bit of the directing as well. Maybe kind of giving it a little bit of a Spielberg feel to it because if anyone knows Tom, uh, sorry, Toby Hooper, he is one of the more notorious horror uh, film uh, directors of all time, one of the most influential uh, horror directors, uh, filmmakers of all time, coming out with uh, being, uh, let me see, co-writer, reunited to co-write the Czech, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, um, which he also directed, um, became basically just the classic genre, which um, ended up kind of sparking just tons, tons of Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I think there was a, at least a second one. I don't know if he, yeah, I think he actually did do the second one in 86. Um, they slowly get a little bit bigger as you know, the, the budgets grow. So, ultimately, I'd say Poltergeist had a very interesting uh, blend that was going on behind the scenes. We have Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson, Heather O'Rourke, Beatrice Strait, and uh, produced by Spielberg and Frank Marshall. So, uh, this film focuses on a suburban family whose home is invaded by a malevolent ghost. Um, so, it is kind of an intense premise if you just have no idea what's going on you're just like all right well uh this is a 1982 film let's just say was a 38 years at the time that i'm recording that 38 years ago so you know the effects aren't going to be the the best thing probably but that means they probably had to rely more on uh less cgi computer generated images and more um Uh, practical effects. So originally, Spielberg conceived Poltergeist as a horror sequel to his 1977 film Close Encounters of a Third Kind, titled Night Skies. However, Hooper was less interested in the sci-fi elements and suggested that they collaborate on a ghost story. According to conflicting accounts from those who worked on the film, Spielberg may have shared directing work but went uncredited. I wonder if it was because there would be a a big uh, 
you know, bustling around of the budget and somebody had to pay somebody or somebody should have got somebody. Somebody hit somebody. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. What was that? Poltergeist. I'm going to fix that real quick. So this was released by MGM in the summer, uh, early June 4th, uh, I guess 1982. Um, Poltergeist was a major critical and commercial success, becoming the 8th highest film of 1982. Years since its release, the film has been recognized as a horror classic and has gained a cult following. It was nominated to three Academy Awards named... Chicago Film Critics Association as the 20th scariest film ever made and the scene of a specific something or another uh, attack was ranked as number 80 on Bravo's 100 Scariest Moments. So, not gonna lie, there's a couple of things that would probably tra traumatize or scar a kid. Um, I looked at the... Uh, the rating of this, and this was PG. There are some traumatizing things that happen, regardless of the effects not holding up 100%. That would still be extremely difficult to watch from a, a young person's POV. Like, it's like, I can't believe that they didn't think they're like, eh, yeah, yeah, this definitely passes. Like, even if I'm back in the day and looking at this, I'm sure Spielberg had to, like, tell somebody, uh, you know, skip a few parts, you know, jump to the end. It's not too bad. It just, it's a Temple of Doom, you know. It, it's, you know, it'll eventually be just like Temple of Doom or whatever. But it, it feels kind of like there was some bending to this because this definitely should have been rated R, in my opinion. Let's see what else we got. So this was also followed by Poltergeist to the other side in 86 that came out four years later and then poltergeist 3 88 and then there was a 2015 remake i'm unfamiliar with all these remakes and whatnot uh and i have not seen the other two considering this is the first one i've seen so so this uh film was scored by the jerry goldsmith jerry jerry all the jerry heads or goldsmith heads whatever y'all call yourselves no Jerry Best well for scoring five of the Star Trek films in the franchise, three Rambo movies in the franchise, Logan's Run, Planet of the Apes, Patton, China, Chinatown, did I say China, Chinatown, Poltergeist, Gremlins, Hosers, Total Recall, Air Force One, LA Confidential, Mulan, 1998, the uh, Mummy, and even, um, what was it, uh, Jurassic Park 97. This dude has been through quite a filmography of uh, composing scores for some of our favorite pop culture for a very long time. So real quick, I did notice something about the editing. The editing in this is a little bit more choppier than what I was expecting, and kind of reminds me of like a modern-day... Ari Aster kind of feel, you know how Ari Aster will have something dramatic happen, then all of a sudden, it'll just pop to the next day. It feels like this is kind of like the origin of that. I don't remember any Kubrick scary scenes happening um, in like 
Clockwork Orange or anything that had to do with like instant like instantly like that. It was more like an overcoming of like dread. Whoops, an overcoming of like dread or um, eyes wide shut. That that's more of an overcoming of like suspense and dread. This feels like something scary happens and then it just like flips to the next scene in some in some cases. The editor is uh, Michael Kahn. He's best well known for uh, editing Spielberg's films, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Schindler's List, and Saving Private Ryan. Um, he's also worked with uh, Thelma Schoonmaker, who I'm not really sure who's. She's a Schoonmaker is a editor, worked with Martin Scorsese. Oh, she's a Scorsese head. She's um, Raging Bull and all the 80s uh, Martin Scorsese stuff happened. So um, back to Poltergeist. Let's go ahead and hop into this $10 million budget movie, 114 minutes. It's one of those movies, like I say, it's the twofold movie. Once a certain event happens, pretty much the rest of the movie just takes off from there. Let's hop into spoiler section. Join us in the spoiler section on Patreon slash Lucky Doll Podcast. We also have the spoiler section on the live streams on Twitch. So subscribe, follow, do whatever you got to do on there. Occasionally we'll post Patreon exclusives on there, but from uh, just about here on, we're going to switch to having spoiler-free sections on YouTube and spoiler sections as Patreon exclusives starting at the first tier of $3. Be sure to check out all three tiers. The first tier, $3, the Lucky Dog tier, you'll get access to all the Retro Review movies Second tier, you'll get early access to new podcasts, and you'll also get uh, addition uh, reviews to um, animated shows as well. And on the third tier, you're going to get uh, access to the entire library of the Lucky Dog podcast. So that means you just get all the Lucky Dog goodness, spoilers, non-spoilers, all unedited. You get it all the goodness. You get all the Lucky Doll goodness. So, yeah. Thank you for listening, watching Lucky Doll Podcast. Let me know how I can improve. Thank you, and take it easy.